Welcome to the Anchored Voice. This is a podcast helping men to anchor life. I'm your host, Dr. Phil Tu. Welcome to the program. Anchored Voice is sponsored by Lessons for the Journey. This is a young adult devotional written by three different authors, Paula Blackwell, Camone Hines, Dr. Phil Too. This book will help you anchor life through your journey. You can find it on Amazon.com. You can find it on BarnesandNoble.com or McGuireENT.com. Lessons for the Journey. Good afternoon, everybody. This is The Anchored Voice, a podcast helping men to anchor life. And I'm so excited to have my good friend, um, uh, I would say schoolmate uh, from way back in the day, Atlantic Union College. And I just want to welcome RK3, Robert Kennedy III. Yes, sir. Program. Hey, what's happening, brother? Good to be here. Yes, sir. I uh, I just want to talk about some of the things you're doing before we get into the podcast. Um, obviously, you have your own podcast. You have your yeah. own. Um, you're you're a communication coach. Yep. Uh, a, a leadership facilitator, workshop facilitator, a corporation facilitator. Tell me about what you're doing. <laughs> so I, I do, I guess my line that I share is I, I work with leaders to ha- who need to deliver critical messages with confidence, helping them to do that. So a lot of that is the how they present their ideas. Some of it is the words that they're using to present their ideas. That's either in presentations or it may just be in personal communications, how you're facilitating your meetings, how you engender trust through the way that you communicate and connect with 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 your people with your audience so i do that with corporations and then i do online courses i work with individuals who want to present their stories a lot better i do presentation and public speaking coaching with them and i have online courses and different things like that so yeah there's there's the two sides of my business the training company and then the personal side working with people or individuals who want to pump up their storytelling skills. That's important because, you know, a lot of people have something to say, but they're a little scared to really get on, to get started with it. Yeah. And um, the subject that we're talking about today is accountability. Accountability. And I believe this pretty much coincides with what you're talking about. Yeah. Um, as this podcast is, is something to help men uh, focus on anchoring life, uh, the reason why we did the podcast is because, uh, you know, sometimes you start it off one way, the life starts out one way, and then it t- totally takes a turn, and now you have to figure out how to manage that. Yeah. And so accountability is one way for a man to manage how he's moving along in this life. Yeah. How can you uh, advise men, maybe about three points of accountability? How can we say uh, to be accountable? Because, I mean, whether you have a job or not, whether you have a job or not, um, Mm. 
your job is to be accountable in no matter what. So if you have a job, you're accountable, you know, to your employer, of course. But even if you're not working and or even if you have the day off, you have to be accountable to yourself. Yeah. Yeah. Well, one of the things that I think men to realize, I mean, a lot of men sports and is one of the ultimate examples of accountability. You know, the, the people talk about Michael Jordan back in the day. Michael Jordan was taking the ball and he would he would take over the game and he would score. His coach said to him, hey, there's no I in team. And he was like, yeah, but there's an I in win. <laughs> right? So uh, there's a lot of different levels of that. I mean, a lot of times people, men in particular, we try to do so much by ourselves. Yeah. Right. But when it comes down to it, at the end of the day, even Michael Jordan, somebody had to pass him the ball. Come on. Some, somebody had to rebound the ball for him. Right. He had to have practice with his coach and the coaches had to teach and put certain sets together so that so that the, the entire team could win the game, whether or not he thought about it that way. Yeah. And from from hearing his his Hall of Fame acceptance speech and even his speech at Kobe Bryant's funeral, we, we, we see some of the growth in that thought process, recognizing that you need others and you need accountability. Right. So. Men, we we we've got to start recognizing and accessing the accountability and the and the team that is around us because it's in that that we become stronger. We we kind of think that we gotta we gotta go to the gym and work out, pump iron, boom, pop the the, the guns and the and the bicep, be diesel, yeah. whatever you want to call it. But that's a solo exercise that only looks good for a minute and doesn't really get you anywhere. That's right. You need to be in a place where you can access others, and it's the access of community. It's the access of other people. That's where the strength is is really found. And so, yeah, men, we've got to begin. If we're not recognizing it, it recognizing it already, we we we've got to start recognizing it. And I'll end with this part. There's this old African proverb that says, "If you want to go fast, go alone. If you want to go far, go with others." Come on now. I like that. Yeah. I like that. And matter of fact, even in the Bible, it talks about there's wisdom in a multitude of counselors. Mm -hmm. And uh, a lot of people that I don't need this. I don't need that. No, you need people around you that know how yeah. to advise you. You need people that can say, hey, that doesn't look good on you. You know, try that. Uh, mm -hmm. Because un until we understand, we need people that are just as wise or wiser around us. That's how we grow. Yeah. Uh, you know, growing up, you always see like, oh, that dude is like the smartest out of the crew or, yeah. you know, that person is the smartest out of the crew. No, you don't want to run with that person who is the smartest out of their own crew because right. it, it means that they're not going to grow any more than they are. Yeah. And you need people, you know, on equal footing to help you and push you um, yeah. and whether bring you up or continue to push you up, whatever it is. Uh, you need people that are going to hold you accountable to be able to grow in that way. Absolutely. 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 If, if you're the smartest dude in the in the room, find another room. That's right. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Iron sharpens iron. Uh, and, you know, the more you and, and that's what competition in sports is all about. Right. Mm -hmm. Competition in sports is all about playing the best. You right. don't want to play a weak team and feel like you're a winner. 
<laughs> yeah. You want to play a strong team because that strong team's going to push you. Yeah. Um, yeah. And and of course, Michael Jordan was not alone. He was, you know, the best of his genre. But at the time, I mean, he had a lot of people pushing him. If it right. wasn't Patrick Ewing coming after him, it was John Stockton. It was Carl Malone. It was it was uh, David Robinson. I mean, whoever it was, somebody was coming after him. Right. And, right. and that's what just made him want to be greater. Uh, another thing uh, that makes us great uh, and, and being accountable is owning your flaws, owning your <laughs> owning the fact that you are flawed somewhere, somehow, some way. Right. Um, you know, right now I am uh, painting the house. I'm doing my honey do list. OK, I'm painting the house and um, I'm realizing I am a flawed painter. <laughs> very flawed yeah. uh however what i failed at i learned to do better next time yeah and uh a lot of times when we fail as men you know it's we take it hard like man we want to do a great job we we want but we've got to learn from failure because failure holds us accountable to understanding that hey we're flawed people we right. make mistakes but right. like the book from uh, John Maxwell, failing forward is a key to life. Yeah. Well, one of the things that I like to share about that, though, is is we've got to take responsibility for some stuff ourselves, because in the same way that we are afraid of sharing our failures because we don't want other people to criticize us, we don't want people to make fun of us or look funny at us. We've got to then own our own language. When other people fail, what am I doing? Am I um, supporting them? Am I being empathetic? Am I being uh, uh, help? Am I able to to lift my brother up? Or am I the voice that joins the crowd and, and points and says, aha, <laughs> when when somebody else fails? And, and, and so we do that and that behavior perpetuates and it pervades and it goes around, right? Because because negativity is contagious. It is. <laughs> right? And, and so, you know, the whole, the whole thing, misery loves company, a lot of, you know, be, our insecurities, we often project onto other people. And for a lot of our lives, we don't even recognize what it is because of the things that we do, the, the things that we participate in, the, the circles that we hang in, the shows that we watch. And then one day you wake up and you're like, you're, you recognize, hey, I'm not as far as I could be. And you recognize, wait a minute, I've been hanging out in the wrong spaces and places all this time, and there's possibility and potential in me, but I just didn't access it because of the language I chose to use, right? The way that I chose to communicate, the way that I chose to connect with people and criticize and make fun of. And, you know, I'm not pointing at people. I'm, I'm like pointing at me. That's 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 introspective. I mean, I, I go back and I look back at the way that I operated even like in, in college, in college, I think about one of the things that I, I had to recognize about myself. There were times when people said things that I, that my snapback was just being sarcastic. Right. And I had to recognize that that sarcasm wasn't, it, it, it may have gotten laughs from people for the moment, but it was really a self-protecting mechanism so that people didn't see my own insecurities. Right. So we, we've got to look at ourselves and and examine 
our language, our words, our communication. So, you know, I got to bring it back to communication. We got we got to examine what we do so that we can then decide how we can support each other and, and, and make ourselves better in order to support each other. Because in doing that, it causes us to grow as well. And it allows us, it gives ourselves, it gives us permission to, to, to fail and grow. And the more that we gives our, give ourselves permission, more others around us receive that permission and take on that permission themselves. And so you, you begin to foster and seed a growing environment, man. Yeah. And, and it's like you have to give yourself permission to be great. Yep. Absolutely. You, you have to give yourself permission to forgive your past, yep. uh, to forgive others in your past, because yeah. um, the anger and the bitterness we're experiencing inside is based off of something that happened to somebody else in our past yeah. that might have affected us. But at the same time, we're carrying that all the way through. So we've got to be accountable to ourselves in order to recognize, hey, you know, I'm angry at something that happened in the past. How can I resolve this in my future? And what you're saying about communication, that's right. critical. It's how you speak to yourself. It's, it's how you speak to others, but first how you speak to yourself. Uh, a lot of um, people in, in sports, they'd be like, man, I'm a hardest critic. I'm a hardest <laughs> critic. I'm like, I, I hear you, but you got to be your own cheerleader as well. Right. <laughs> you got to right. you got to push yourself. It's not just about the negativity. It's also about, you know, accountability to the positive things and being able to move forward. And by the way, um, at Atlantic Union College, I was one of three students that graduated with communication degrees. Mm. <laughs> so communication is very important to me. Um, yeah. And, and how we're dialoguing about this. Yeah. Well, well, let me say it this way. I mean, it's you do have to be your own cheerleader. In addition to that. Not everybody is equipped or strong enough yet to do that because the, the mental piece of this is 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 is, is tough. Uh, mental toughness, willpower, all of those are things. And that's where and if we talk about the spiritual realm or talk about that from a spiritual perspective, those that that internal piece is is like literally that's where the devil fights you from, right? So if you think about, I, I don't know if you used to watch cartoons back in the day. If you remember those cartoons back in the day when when somebody had to make a decision, then this little devil will pop up on one shoulder and the little and a little angel will pop up on the other shoulder, Absolutely. right? And they're both saying stuff <laughs> and they're both whispering and they're both talking about things in the ear. And then you have to ultimately make a decision. And so we chalk up a lot of our decisions to which voice we listen to and 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 willpower and we do that in isolation and it becomes so tough to do it when we're doing it on our own so how do i combat that how do i how do i navigate that the best way for you to do that is to get a group of brothers get a group of friends that you can be um, when you're when you're weak, they're strong, right? When when you are when you're not able to to navigate certain things, they lift you up, they pray for you, they hang with you, they bring you through, they hold your hand, they play ball with you, they don't let you get down in that circle or in that little in the, in that pit by yourself, right? So it's really good to have a band of, of brothers that you can, you can, you can just, just be accountable to and, and commiserate with in some ways, or just share or be vulnerable with a little bit, because that's the best way to, to, to go further and to make it through, man. Yeah. Because vulnerability is not a topic that most men talk about. <laughs> yeah. 
where you know it's a subject we kind of run away from vulnerability what yeah uh, <laughs> and you know i was listening to this uh one of my favorite jazz artists uh gregory porter and you know he talks he sings a lot about vulnerability as a man i was like right. man it's deep you know he, he has a song just based on vulnerability and sometimes when you allow yourself to be vulnerable to people you trust not to everybody right. but to people you trust then you're able to see things and and you ever felt like when you are complaining or you're you're just kind of venting, you hear yeah. yourself talk. And if yeah. you hear yourself talk, after a while, you start saying to yourself, man, why am I talking like that? Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. If you can recognize how you are talking at that moment, your friends will help you recognize it. But you will also recognize while you are saying that same thing, while you're yeah. saying that same complaint, while you're still going through that same dialogue, uh, you're going to hear yourself and your friends will then have to reflect that now you don't want yeah. friends that are just going to cheer you on and be like yeah man you have the right to be upset about that yeah that's right and you know man i'll be mad too and you know you don't want all that around you all the time you want somebody to say i hear you however yeah 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 so let me i, I want to jump in on what you were talking about when you said um with people that you trust and that that's critical and that's so important I want to add to that, though, that we don't always simply wait until we find people we trust because trust is like love. Right. You, you've got to take a risk at some point to enact it. You, you got to take a risk. I mean, so because here's what happens with some people. They say, well, I don't have anybody that I trust or I don't trust him. I don't trust her. I, I don't trust anybody. Oh, and on, so man. therefore you stay in your corner by yourself. Yeah. But you've got to be willing to risk pain. Right. You got you got to be willing to go to the gym in order to get the muscle. You got to wow. be willing to hear to feel the muscle fibers break in order to access the growth. Come on. <laughs> right. Come on. You got you got to be willing to to step out of your comfort zone just a little bit yeah. in order to access your full potential, because your full, full potential is not in isolation. It doesn't happen with just you. You got to access others in order to do that. So. That trust piece, which is which is that open door, which is critical, man. You've got to be willing to to take that first risk to say, you know, and, and, and I'm I'm not saying that you open up like every piece of your life. You open up your deepest, darkest secrets and just chuck them on 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 Main Street. But there are little things that you 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 start saying, okay, let, let me open up just a little bit. Let me let me open up just a little bit. Let me share this little bit. Let me let me you know test this out. Yeah. So that you can begin seeing. Who is your trust circle? Who are your brothers? Who is that band that you can connect with? That And, and that takes time. That takes time sometimes. It, do, it doesn't happen in one conversation. It doesn't happen in one week. Sometimes it takes months to do that. But now you got to be willing to hang in there. You got to have consistency. You got to say, okay, yeah, this, this feels a little bit funky right now. It feels a little funny. Uh, I'm not used to having people hug me or being, being close like that. But I'm what I want ultimately is I want to be better. And I know that doesn't happen by myself. Well, so I'm know, looking but, at the But result. then there's a short leash because a yeah. man will then take that risk, be vulnerable. Yep. And then some other dude starts hating, throws him under the bus somehow. Now mm -hmm. this man has to go back into his cave again because yeah. that's the safest place he feels. But again, yeah. being accountable means that, hey, you know what? I took the risk. Um, and I, I took the risk and, you know, I, I got hurt, but now yes. how do we come back out of the cave? 
Well, it's it's really about focusing on what you, what there are two things that you're focusing on. You're you're focusing on safety and you're focusing on results. Yeah. Which one which one do you want more? <laughs> right? Which one do you want more? Do I want to be just safe and comfortable or is there a greater result that I want? If if the result if 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 this end point or this destination is what I want, then yeah, I, I got to do what it is. I mean, let's go back to sports for a second. I got the football. I'm on the 20 yard line, right? And, and I got 80 yards to go to get to the end zone. At the 30 yard line, somebody blindsides me, tackles me. I ain't even see this dude coming. And I'm like, my back, every part of me is hurting at this point. Do I say, yo, coach, Take me out. I want to go to the sideline. I'm done. Right. <laughs> right. Right. Or end zone is second down. Let's go. Give me the ball. Yeah. That's right. That's right. Focus on the destination. That's it. That's it. That's the only way to do it. If you're focused on the destination, you focus on your goals, then yeah, you're going to meet up with some things that didn't go right. Again, that's why this podcast exists because. Things we thought should go right did not go right. Okay, we got that. We understand that. And if you want to stay focused on that, then fine. You know, um, but it's all about getting those results. And, and I like what you're saying about safety versus the results. Because a lot of us focus on being safe. Oh, no, I got to be safe. Now, I don't want to be hurt again. Uh, and, and, you know, we forget that being hurt builds us and makes us stronger. It right. makes us become more resilient. Uh, it toughens up our skin. Being hurt is not the worst thing in the world that can happen. Um, right. It just makes us focus more. It makes us think more. It makes us um, kind of understand what we're saying before we say it more. It, you know, it right. causes us to think more intellectually. Let me study more. Let me search the facts more mm -hmm. uh, before I speak. But Focusing just on being safe is not going to get us anywhere. Right. Uh, I'll, I'll use another sports analogy as well. And this is where the, the, the connection with your team comes in. So back in, in, in the 70s, I, it might have been before the 70s. I don't remember. But if you remember, there's this iconic image or this iconic video of Willis Reed from the Knicks getting hurt. And dude could barely walk. Yeah. Right. But then there's this, this iconic video of him coming out of the tunnel back to help his team because he had this goal, this championship in mind. Right. Here's the thing. Willis Reed didn't even really finish that game. Willis Reed wasn't the top scorer. Willis Reed wasn't really the reason that the team won that day or that game. Wow. Right. It was the rest of the team. So your ability or your willingness to get back up also causes others to then jump in and be willing to not just support you, but support you towards that destination. And maybe that destination is a shared destination. Mm. And, and, and the biggest thing, and, and, and we're talking about from a spiritual level again, one of the biggest tricks that I say that the devil has for us is that he causes us to feel like everything that's going wrong in our life is only happening to us. And we are the only ones experiencing some. So we separate ourselves and we operate in isolation because we don't want to be embarrassed because we're the only one that that stuff is happening yeah. to. And, and it's ridiculous. It's, it's absolutely not true. There's nothing new under the sun. That's right. There's nothing that happens to only one person and that person alone. Oh, yeah.
Oh, yeah. This is a shared journey. This is a shared experience. And if we're willing to just kind of say, all right, listen, let me let me back up off of ego Come for on. a second <laughs> and, and just and just share some of this stuff. And, and here's the thing. I love this quote by Marianne Anderson. You've probably heard it. You watch it. Uh, Akilah and the Bee. Right. And it's like our deepest fear is not that we are inadequate. I got it on my wall. I'm reading it. Right. It, our deepest fear is not that we are inadequate. Our deepest fear is that we are powerful beyond measure. It's our light and not our darkness that most frightens us. My goodness. And I'm going to skip to the end part of it where she's like, we were born to make manifest the glory of God that's within us. It's not in us. It's not just in some of us. It's in everyone. And as we let our own light shine, we unconsciously give other people permission to do the same. As we are liberated from our own fear, our presence automatically liberates others. Wow. Right? So this is a team game. (laughs) <laughs> it is a team game. Get connected with. Yeah, you're going to be hurt sometimes. Yep. Uh, and that, that's a powerful statement. Somebody said y'all aren't that old to remember uh, that Knicks game. Uh, no, nah, I didn't see the game. But, I just see the video. I, I watched the I watched the replay. Then, you know, <laughs> yeah. I, I have no pride. And that's because that's the last championship the Knicks ever had. So, uh, man, uh, let's not talk about. It. And you want to talk man. about pain? Listen, I'm a Knicks fan. You get sad. I'm a Mets no, fan. I'm a Giants fan. You want to talk about pain? I know pain. And I still yeah. root for the same team over and over. <laughs> I know pain. All right? Boy. It's funny. You know, men will say, I don't want to be hurt. Yet you root for the same team over and over, no matter how many times they get at you. And, yeah. and that is the same resilience you have to take in life. You have to take that in life because we cannot operate on false expectations about life. And and the main thing I hear when a man starts off with the complaint is it wasn't supposed to be that way. And so we carry around false expectations about life. And false expectations, and I, I was told this before and I read this in a book, false expectations lead to great disappointment. Right. And if you want to be disappointed, continue to carry around the false expectations that nothing is supposed to go wrong. Right now, no man thought we'd be in quarantine. No man (laughs) thought that this disease would shut churches and clubs down at the same time. Um, Somebody wrote a meme that says, you know, it's something when the devil and God agree on the same thing. On shutting things down. (laughs) You know, it's just it's just the craziest thing. No man thought that financial world would be shut down. But right now, uh, we're still held to accountability to grow and to be better. And, you know, maybe this is the time where you go back to school for yourself and you start learning a new trade. You start learning how to paint better. You start learning how to fix your car better. You start learning how to you know, organize better. You still have to be organized in your day. You still have to be structured in your day. And so, uh, yes, hard times are going to come. A lot of people are losing their jobs right now. Mm -hmm. You might be a man listening that has lost your job due to COVID-19. You may have lost your job, but it does not mean that you lose accountability. Right. Right. Uh, There's a friend of mine at at my church. He turned uh, 50 uh, last year, a couple of years ago. 
And as a part of his 50th birthday, he had this sit down around the table and, you know, just it was just men there that morning. And it was there were probably about 15 to 15 to 20 of us in the room, ages 18 to like 63. Mm. And it was so ridiculously powerful. We were like, bro, we've got to do this again. We've got to keep this going because it, it was just amazing to see, number one, everybody in the room willing to share their thoughts and their experiences. And then just kind of the breadth of experience all the way from 18. You know, the 60-year-old can learn something from the 18-year-old about not just technology and, and cell phones, but about how to access life in a world of distraction, right? How how to navigate that, how to shortcut certain things. And then the 18-year-old can learn about, about patience, about simplicity, about minimalism, about, you know, how how to be humble in, in, in some ways and 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 show weakness when you don't know something. Right. So all of those things in room. And so what we past Sunday, I mean, we we started to meet at his house. And every couple of Sundays we meet and it's like, you know, anywhere between eight to 12 of us. But once COVID hit, we couldn't really sit down at his house. So this past week we were like, hey, we need to do let's do a virtual meeting. So we got on and we were on Zoom and we were there for like 90 minutes, man. And inside of that session, we're all talking about the things that we're struggling with. The challenges that we're facing with everybody being home, the kids being home, um, <laughs> be, you know, not being able to work in the same way. Some of us being essential workers and having to do certain things, being exposed to certain things. This person's wife is a nurse. This person's in the military. So they've got to do things this way. And when we got to the end of it, they were all just like, man, we've been carrying around this weight with us all week. And it was so good just to be able to get it off and express it and share it when you don't feel like you're able to. You don't want your family to take on your own stress, yeah. right? You don't want your family to feel weighed down by the stuff that you're weighed down with. And some of us feel like it, it, it's actual it's manhood to, to carry at, to, that we're Atlas and we, we can carry the weight of the world around on our shoulders. But listen, you are a man and you don't have infinite strength and you're going to break down at some point. So. Do you have a mechanism in your life to offload? Do you have a mechanism in your life to 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 share and and to release some of the stuff that is pent up that you're carrying around? And that and that's one of the reasons why like abuse exists right. in, in in our world among well, men, right? Yeah. Because we're carrying and we got nowhere to let it go. We don't mm. feel like we can. And so yeah. when somebody triggers us, then it's like boom, right? We we it's 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 this reaction. And so the best thing that we can do for ourselves as men is to create brotherhood, to seek brotherhood, seek accountability, and find ways to reduce and release the stress, self-care, mental wellness, be, be, you know, become better as men. And that doesn't happen in isolation. It happens in community. It happens in community. So find, seek community, wherever you got to find it. I just want to speak to the man that is on the receiving end now. Yeah, you, you're the man that's going through. You're going to vent. But when if you are on the receiving end, I want to speak to that man. When your friend comes to you and he's letting you go, uh, he's venting to you all of life's problems. Mm -hmm. um, have a good air. 
have a good ear. Listen. I hear you. I understand. You know, it's it's okay to understand. It's okay to be upset too. Yeah. But at the same time, help your friend get to the solution. Right. Help your friend resolve this thing in his mind and his heart. Because if you're just egging him on in anger and causing more anger, you're not helping the situation. Well, let's add to that. Let's add yes. to that. Most of us as men are not trained therapists. Right. Right. Which makes it even more incumbent and important to have a group, because if one person comes to you and you're not a therapist and and, and you're kind of responding and you're giving them something, okay. you, you may also be contributing to an, a, an additional uh, stress. Right. And so it's it's you, you can give advice so you can be a listening ear. But also be aware that you're better off if you have a group that you can then go to. Yeah, let me, you know, let me hear what your problem is, Phil. Let me hear what your problem is, John. Let's let's talk a little bit, but then let's also process it with our brothers. Yeah. You know, in I think you mentioned this earlier. In in the multitude of elders, there is wisdom. That's right. <laughs> right. So Absolutely. find find that group, especially in this time. Uh, resist. Or be careful about looking to be the only ear and processing things by yourself. I mean, that's what, I mean, let's go back to the Bible again, where, where it talks about where two or three are gathered, right? Right. There's, there's a reason why it didn't only say two. That's right. There's a reason why it didn't only Come say on two. It added the third in there because right. now we're adding more strength. We're adding more wisdom. We're, you know, we're not even going to talk about Trinity or nothing at this point. But, <laughs> but, but there, there's a reason why it's not just two. Come on now. Come on now. Multitude. And, yeah. and, and you know, a lot of times we saw Wu-Tang Clan get on the stage and have a crew of people. Now right. we understand why. <laughs> and if you listen, and if you, if you actually listen to their uh, documentary, it was like each one of them pushed each other to be better. And, you know, Method Man, he was saying, listen, I, I didn't feel like my lyrics were good unless my boys accepted, unless I can share it with my boys, and it was good for them. If it wasn't right. good for them, it wasn't good for the world. And yeah. again, you know, it, it, I, that's just a, a, a funny example. But at the same time, it's great to have a crew of people that understand you, that know you, uh, that know your innermost part, that they, they understand, you know, what's going on deep inside of you. Yeah. And uh, when you're talking, they're not taking exception to what you're saying or whatever, but they understand where you're coming from. And at the same time can help you process. So, you know, at the end of the day, we, we want to be able to process what we're going through, uh, what we're dealing with. And being accountable, you need accountability partners. That's, that's the key. Not just one, you need a few. Yeah. Uh, a lot of people try to discourage. And now you may have somebody in your life trying to discourage the accountability partners because they don't want to be uh, revealed for the character that they are. Uh, and, and I'll be honest, I mean, you know, when you have somebody, men that you're with, that mm -hmm. you shouldn't be with, they're going to try to shut down your partnership with other friends that are telling you opposite of where you are. They will try their best to shut down your relationships with your family, with your friends. Why? Because they don't want you being held accountable and, and making the best decision that's for you. Yep. So, uh, you know, I just want to conclude with that, that don't get rid of your support system. No matter who you get with, <laughs> no matter what you do, 
Do not get rid of your support system. Still stay accountable to the people that love you, that care for you, that know you the most. And uh, we, we want to see the best you come out of this. Absolutely. RK3, I want to thank you for joining the Anchored Voice, Helping Men to Anchor Life podcast. Yeah. Uh, this is phenomenal. I'm hoping to get you back on again. Yes, sir. Let's do it, man. Yes, sir. All right, everybody. Thank you so much for joining in. Thank you so much for listening. If you're on YouTube, we want you to subscribe to our channel. Uh, we want you to like our, our follow us on Facebook and Instagram, McGuire Entertainment Group. But, uh, Robert, just tell everybody where they can find you. Oh, let's get connected, man. Let's go to uh, Instagram, Robert Kennedy 3. My website is robertkennedy3.com. I'm on Facebook, Twitter as Robert Kennedy 3. And I just want to mention for the men specifically, we just released also a men's devotional uh, a couple of months ago. So if you go to, and the title of it is Equipping the Warrior. So if you go to etwdevotional.com, then it'll direct you right to the site on and on Amazon to check that out as well. Because it's, I'm glad we're talking about accountability today because um, if you're not ready to to get or to share with a group of men, maybe you start by reading some thoughts and ideas that are able to allow you to process some things and then slowly move you towards a place where you, where you feel comfortable enough to be vulnerable or willing, comfortable, willing to take the risk to, 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 to be with and to share with other men so that they can not only strengthen you, but that you can do, to the, do the same in them, to them in, in return. That's what's up. And we will definitely share your devotion on our page. So awesome. um, you can find it at McGuire Entertainment Group uh, Facebook page. We'll make sure that we share it and any information that he has. If you need to get in touch with him, you can get in touch with us. We'll get you connected as well. All right. Awesome. Thank you, everybody, for joining in. This is the Anchored Voice, helping men to anchor life. Everybody stay anchored. Thank you for listening to the Anchored Voice. For the video edition of this, subscribe to our YouTube channel, McGuire ENTV. For audio, listen on Podbean, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, or Stitcher. Until next time, stay anchored.